0: I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Welcome to the Surpass Community Podcast.
1: Hello, I hope you're all safe and well. My name's Timonet, and here's another surpass weekly community update so first of all we put an article up uh this week which you may be of interest to you uh this is about the uh, use of accountancy uh, use of surpass for accountancy based assessments so we did a webinar just before christmas um and it's a really fascinating topic um and really lots of rich detail i'll play you a clip from it in a second but um The the article itself is a summary of all the um, information that was gathered as part of that webinar. So please do uh, check that out. I'm going to play this clip now. Uh, This is about using loft. So here's uh, Robbie Burns uh, from ICAS. To make sure that you're not, um, you know, candidates who are taking an exam this week are able to um, speak to candidates who took the exam last week and benefit in any way. You've got a, a, a dynamic test form or what we would call linear on the fly testing where you're randomizing the content or the test forms that are delivered to each individual candidate. Um, so is are you able to talk
2: a little bit about that? How many items you have, or maybe you can't go into that detail, how often you're having to refresh your items? Yes, item? I, I, absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, our entry level, and we do only do this for, for, for our first level of exams, uh, we we offer on-demand testing effectively. So in the course of a year, and um, Iwana will, We'll testify. This is why I've got so many grey hairs. Uh, we probably run uh, exams about forty-five or forty-six weeks for, of the year uh, for our entry-level exams, uh, and obviously, when we are running exams with that kind of frequency, uh, it's, it's imperative that, that, that we do our best to maintain the, the integrity of the exam database. So we, we do indeed run exams with with, with, with randomisation. Uh, we have a, a single question bank, um, which is randomised. Uh, for for use during the course of the exams, um, what what will happen is we, we work very closely with our academic partners, uh, and we build a, a question bank, which is like all question banks, it's split into to learning outcomes, to syllabus learning outcomes, uh, and we populate that 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 um, all those questions into a question bank, um we. Then are able to, to draw randomized testing from each of those, um, for each of those subjects based on an algorithm that, that, that is pre, pre-populated and pre-agreed with our academics, uh, to ensure that the candidates don't all get the same questions. Uh, they don't all get them in the same order. Uh, and even if, if we have the 40, 50, 60, 300 candidates uh, all sitting the exam on the same day from the same bank, uh, they will all get different questions and they'll be presented in a different order. Right. Um, That's great, so you've got this, you've got a kind of a test blueprint
1: that says you need X amount of items from this learning outcome, Y amount of items from that learning outcome, and then at the point at which it's delivered to a candidate, it's pulling the items out of surpass, um, so you're getting the the, the right curriculum balance uh, and you're ensuring it's kind of got the, the right uh, difficulty equivalents across all the different test forms. So it's an excellent article, it's an excellent webinar. Um, thank you to Adam for pulling together that. If you want to read that webinar uh, article, then go to spast.com uh, slash news and you'll see more information about that there. Okay, so um, we've got an announcement that the fifth International E-Assessment Awards are now open. Um, I believe it's a bit of a soft launch, but um, I don't think Karen reminded remind me it's uh, given it a big plug. Um, so obviously E-Assessment Association is a fantastic organization that tries to promote uh, the best practice of uh, e-assessment for all forms of assessment. Uh, so they're really, really worthwhile organization, and they've been running the awards now for five years, and we we're delighted that Bob, um, our chair, uh, won the uh, Lifetime Contribution Award uh, very at the, at the start of the, the process. Um, if you want more information, if you want to go to eassessmentawards.com, um, uh, there you'll find the uh, form. I've got the... Uh, Clip here of it. Um, So, the form for entry, um, there's lots of different categories. Um, You can um, save your submission uh, when you do it. So, you don't have to kind of do it all in one go. Uh, You can save and it'll send you a unique code, I believe, uh, for that. So, there's lots of different categories worth entering. Um, And I caught up with Karen um, last week just to understand a little bit more about the award. So, here's Karen from last week. Hi, Karen. Great to see you. You doing well?
0: Hi, Tim. Yeah, all good over here. Thank you.
1: Excellent, excellent. I understand you have got some announcements coming up regarding the E-Assessment Association, the awards. Do you want to tell us a bit more about it? Yep. Very excited. So this will be the fifth year that we've launched
0: uh, and run the E-Assessment Awards programme. And this year we have a brand new category called the Best Workplace or Talent Assessment Project. Excellent. Excited to bring that into the, into the fold. We've updated all of the other names of the um, award categories and the criteria. We've got a brand new um, awards entry form that should make it easier for people to enter. Um, and we should be launching on Monday. So um, people will be able to tell us their stories about great e-assessment work they've been doing. Um, we know an enormous number of, of, of huge projects happened uh, last year in 2020. And we're really looking forward to hearing everyone's stories.
1: So there's, there's lots of opportunity for people to enter. There's, um, you know, it is an opportunity to really celebrate your team. I know this past community uh, have had a number of uh, submissions in over the years, and Bob, uh, our chairman, also was the, one of the lifetime uh, award winners, wasn't he, as well. Um, why, well? How long have we got before the uh, submissions close?
0: Well, we're going to give people about six weeks to start with, but we are mindful of the fact that a lot of organisations and institutions out there are struggling with bandwidth. And so what we're going to do is we're going to start off with um, Plan A um, and we'll take any feedback as, as the awards go on. If people are struggling to enter, we just encourage people to get in touch with us. Um, so where we can help or, or offer support, we we would like to do that. So. The initial aim is that the awards will launch on Monday and they will close on the 12th of March this year. Uh, I'm lining up um, an amazing uh, set of judges. So there'll be new judges in each category um, ready to to receive and read those applications.
1: Excellent. And it is a very, very, very impartial, isn't it? You know, the Assessment Association draw people from all all parts of the, the, the assessment industry. Um, all independence or you know it 's a very very uh, rigorous uh, process, so uh, I think anyone who wins know that they 're winning on the merit of of the work they 've done i know mean, it's, it's very good lineup,
0: absolutely so. we for. try really hard behind the scenes to make sure that our um, judging process is really robust and rigorous um, and not only do we change the panels every year, but we make sure that we bring in new judges each year and we also make sure that no judge ever judges the same category two years in a row because what we don't want to do is that uh, we want to avoid any sort of accidental um, sort of judging a a category against something that happened the previous year. And we want every year people to have a fresh chance to enter. So we even encourage – we know that nobody in this industry stands still. And we like to encourage the same project or the same organisation to reapply every year. They'll be facing a new set of judges who will judge their award – completely independently without any reference to the previous year. And, you know, there's there's no requirement. Some some awards I know that they sort of make you wait or you have to have done two years worth of, of new stuff. And we just we just know that the industry is updating itself rapidly and every year. And we really want to encourage people to just keep reapplying.
1: Perfect. Excellent. So look out for that. Check out the E-Assessment Association website. Um, contact myself if you want any more details or go to Karen. And also there are opportunities for sponsorship as well. So please do support the E-Assessment Association and all the amazing work they do. Thank you very much, Karen. Much appreciated. Uh, take care. You have a lovely day, a lovely weekend, and uh, we'll catch catching up soon, I'm sure.
0: Yes. Thanks very much, Tim.
1: Cheers, Karen. Thanks. Great. So if you want any more information about that, go to e-assessment-awards, uh, dot com. We've got some fantastic webinars coming up over in February. Um, so, uh, we've got this pass and examity webinar and I'm going to be joined by, uh, Brian Collins, uh, Steve Winicky and from the examity team. And then from the, uh, pass team, we've got Shannon Stiles and Gary Barnes as well. And we're going to be kind of really delving into what this new partnership and online proctoring uh, offer brings to the already existing strong offer that we have. So please do check that out. Um, And also we've got a new webinar release date uh, for the um, pre-release webinar on the 23rd of February. So please do check that out as well. And finally, we're doing a networking event. Uh, This is centered around a conference which we're we're sponsoring and taking part in, but we're offering up a networking opportunity afterwards and that's going to be looking at assessment in school so uh, it's really worth you checking that out as well and you can do that and you can sign up to all these by going to com slash sign up now um atp innovations and in testing 27th to 29th of april fantastic event if you've not bef- been before uh last week we talked about the featured speaker, um uh, feature uh speakers that announcement and uh, they're out there so there's lots of great content already being Publicized around this event. Uh, so it's really worth checking that out as um, as well. But we've had some fantastic news in the presentations that have been accepted um, that we've been involved in. So, um, user research and inclusive uh, experience with Catones and Ivarli has been accepted as part of the uh, submission process. Uh, so, we're really looking for that, forward to that being uh, presented. And that'll be a really excellent event. So, it's going to be a peas in the pod session, um, as is this one as well with uh, Amanda. Uh, talking about standard setting practices um, uh, with new technology enhancements. So um, some really two really good, really fascinating presentations, and we'll be working alongside Amanda as part of that. If you missed any of the um, announcements we made about a standard setting feature that's new to SPAS that came out in November's release, um, then I'll, what I'll do is I'll post in the comments for this uh, feed. You can see more information and be able to watch that. Uh, but if you want more information about ATP, other events, then please do check that out and go to spas.com slash events. Now, just on to other uh, community uh, news. So, we've got digital assessment um, expert is being looked for as a job for the Wine and Spirit and Education Trust. They're doing some fantastic work. So, if you fancy uh, working for them uh, and uh, being an expert in assessment, then please do check that out. I'm um, delighted to announce that uh, Ascentis, one of those community members, has just recently been uh, awarded the, um, well, kind of passed through the process for the essential digital skills and now offering that as part of um, their suite of uh, qualifications. Uh, this has been some work that's been done um, with our um, test conversion service. So if you want more information about that, then please do check that out. But um, well done to them. Uh, I think that's now two of uh, our customers uh, who are now, providing that particular uh, qualification. Then we have Alpha Plus have published a, a quite interesting article just about uh, real-world assessment and performance management, and John goes into some detail, detail about the, the, the theory, and it, it presents it in a really nice, neat way uh, looking at the, the, uh, kind of various aspects that make uh, good assessment. so uh, please do check that out. And then finally, we've got an event, um, Global EdTech uh, launching a, a conference um, talking about EdTech in 2021. Um, it's I think it's about three or four hours of the course of a morning um, on the 11th. Obviously, um, save yourself. Don't get yourself too worn out on that one. Uh, Make sure you're ready and fresh for the Examity webinar later in the day so it doesn't clash, but uh, it's worth checking out if you are interested in those kind of learning aspects. So that's it really from me. Um, I hope you've had uh, an enjoyable session today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, Take care, and I'll see you soon. Thank you very much.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, visit Surpass.com.
1: We'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.